0: It's, yeah, and like it's a different. You need you need to fulfill your life with different kinds of love.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the way I kind of looked at it, I mean, I was only seventeen, but I looked at it like, well, they had each other. Yes, they've like, and you can never beat that like physical um um internet connection, <laughs> physical <laughs> internet connection, <laughs> like that connection of being with someone, <laughs> not just the sex. But- <laughs> Just the fact <laughs> that, like, you've just got that as soon soulmate. as you said <laughs> <laughs> physical, I was like, <laughs> please, I don't want to think about that connection. Are you ready? I am ready. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the good. third episode yes, of sir. Girls Without Degrees. Oop, I'm Maddie. I'm Rosie, and we're your hosts. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't figure that one out already.
0: Oh. oh dear, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm Not feeling <laughs> feeling good. My throat, are you? my throat burns a tiny Does bit it? because. Fun announcement Maddie decided that we needed to loosen up before recording this, and she's like, Let's just do a shot of tequila and then also a shot of lychee. Lychee the, liqueur, it's lychee like, l- juice. L- it is like juice, it is like juice, it is, like juice. It is like, juice. <laughs> like juice with a touch of alcohol. But yeah, no, it's good. No, my week has been good, it's been good. Um, yeah, just planning out busy times for mm. the next couple of months ahead, which is fun but scary. But yeah, no, it's very been good. scary, yeah, very, very scary. But it's fun, it's
1: good, yeah, just keep smiling, next to it forward, and um, how has your week been? good I'd just like to say that I made her do a shot this is yeah. a disclaimer so I actually made Rosie do a shot because we did record this the other day oh God, we pre-recorded but we both were like oh we're not really feeling it so we yeah, are we were here like, to re-record we'll be super
0: organized like we'll record it it's gonna be mm. fantastic so we're then taking on the advice of Auntie Jeremy we decided to record it in soft surroundings yeah so we sat on Maddie's bed and comfy. Th- the whole episode is like we're asleep.
1: Yeah, we're both so chill. So, <laughs> so I was so like Rosie, chill. tequila. And now we're on the floor. <laughs> and even get up. And now we're on the floor feeling slightly joyous and we did make joy joint joe uh, we did make joe (laughs) join. yeah joe wanted to lie on the floor with us but we said um maybe no and we made him join in on the tequila shop oh yeah we did um so yeah so that was fun he was
0: he was not uh, so much of a lover of that but no when he lives with us he has no choice yeah and had life (laughs) being a male um yeah so yeah it's been a it's
1: been an interesting week for both of us i feel it's been a bit of a well my week was um mm, it's actually okay I think I should just jump straight into the dog update, because no one else cares about anything else. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. Head to the dog update. Um, so, oh my god, yeah, yeah the yes. dramatic dog update. <laughs> so Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, one of the two? Mon- yeah, Monday, Monday, I think. Um, so we were lo- walking along, Patch and I, having a nice time, cruising through the burbs, and um, a cat jumped out of, from underneath a car and attacked him, full on, on top of him. I'm not even joking. You know, I turned around and he screamed and this cat was sitting there on top of him. And I was like... Great! Oh my god, that poor
0: dog. He just goes through everything. Like no. you know, you
1: have you have that friend that everything happens to that them. Like trauma, yeah. like Trauma, like they just don't patch a break. Yeah, Patch is that friend. Yeah, Patch is really that friend. So he's just gone over his fear of dogs. He's doing really well on that, like walking past them and being like, yeah, I'm cool. And then he gets attacked and by a cat. Then yes. So now we're working on cat um desensitization, <laughs> which hopefully means that I can get a cat. Yeah. Although I'm not allowed to get a hairless one. No, they're ugly. No, I know someone not. that's they're got one. So beautiful.
0: And do you know, they're not actually hairless. They feel like a little chamois leather. I do know. I don't <laughs> like.
1: That's sick. I am no against one, this. Oh, I'm such um, an animal person. Oh, no one agrees with me on this. As everyone this. knows now. But, for no.
0: but they don't, they're not, it's not going to shed any hair. The only thing is that they're really mm. expensive for one. Yeah. And you like can't let them out because people steal
1: them. Why would you want to steal? Because they're really expensive. What, do they steal them for the leather? LAUGHTER hi this is my new cat leather Uh, handbag isn't it so beautiful no they don't steal them for their
0: fucking leather
1: just because they feel like a chamois leather doesn't mean they are leather imagine that here's my Devon Rex handbag
0: And, you know, they steal them because they're really expensive. Like, people steal, like,
1: ragdolls. Right, and other then they really sell expensive. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, French Bulldogs, they steal those as well. Yeah, true. Or well, that Schnauzer that someone stole recently and oh. ended up dying. That was really oh, no, that sad. that was really sad. Well, I don't actually know. That was really sad. That yeah. was a real sombre note to the... Yeah, to the sorry, team. sorry, Sorry, team.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, um, week's been good. Yeah, uh, yes, other than poor Pouch being, yeah, attacked yeah. by a bloody cat. And me making Rosie do tequila shots. Oh, my God, making me do tequila shots. Not a fun time. I actually really don't like tequila.
1: I love tequila. I T- used to drink tequila with water, and then I went to this bar in Singapore, and the guy disgusting. knew. Every time I rocked up, he had my tequila and water ready. That is vile. Yeah, who drinks it? Te- <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be following on, on from season. last. <laughs> 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 anyway, I knew yeah. this girl who was shredding for a wedding, yeah. and she used to drink tequila and water. So me, being my seventeen, eighteen, I think maybe nineteen-year-old self. Mm drinking age in Singapore, 18. 18. Yeah, but they let me in when I was like 17 because yeah. I was tall. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> anyway. And I had an older boyfriend, so I was like, yes, sweet. Um anyway, so she drank tequila and water because she was trying to lose weight for a wedding. Ah. So me being at that age, I was like, oh huh, I want to lose I weight. So I started drinking tequila and water. And oh this God, guy cosmopolitan guy honestly you. saw me coming up the like street. And he'd be like, "Up oh, tequila and water, and like had it ready for me that every is time. That's terrible.
0: That is disgusting. That sounds mm. horrible. Do you know the reason I really hate tequila? Do you remember mm. <laughs> mine and Ayla's last night of camp?
1: Yes, I've got that video. <laughs> oh my God, that means that we can put the video on. No, our it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yes. No, it doesn't. <laughs>
0: no it doesn't oh my god that was the most horrendous night that was beautiful and I fell in so love with you both so much that so night so awful <laughs> and we were so I've never been so hung over my my whole life the next day I'm trying to like
1: clean and pretty pack. sure Ayla
0: had alcohol poisoning so of we course. went to this really fancy, like, we went to Biltmore afterwards, mm. so we went to this really fancy house, and we get, like, halfway round, and Aida's like, I-, I need to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> she goes and throws up in the toilets of this place. Oh, it was awful. Oh, my God. God it took me about two days to fully get over that hangover. I love that by the evening of the next day I still couldn't really eat because I was shaking so much because I was so you fucking hungry it was horrendous and because the shots in America are not like they don't measure shots and shot like it's like yeah. a tumbler yeah like, here's your shot it's like that that's not a shot. I'm going to end up in the hospital. Yeah, thank you. I thank only you, need one like, drink. <laughs> and someone bought me, yeah, it was tequila and then Fireball as well. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, my I God. I love was that. Like, the most bleh. awful thing ever. And Ayla's got this, this is such a horrendous thing to admit. Ayla's got this really awful live photo of me throwing up. Uh. <laughs>
1: Ayla, I'm coming for you to get that and photo. Like, and she threatens to put it on my <laughs>
0: social media. I'm like, don't you fucking dare oh, put it on social media. It's, it's coming. so awful. It is it's coming. It's so awful.
1: Because it's fully, like, you see the, yeah, yeah, it's fully awful. I love that. I'm going to find this photo. Oh, for everyone. For all our, no, think of our community, oh of, my five our community of, of five people.
0: Oh, our community of five people don't want to see me throwing up. I do. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> it's so awful. It's so awful. Do you know I've never thrown up from alcohol? it actually baffling. I know, it's weird, eh? It's actually baffling. But you say, are you scared of throwing up?
0: Yeah, big phobia. So this is the thing. Since So I'm also really scared of throwing yeah. up. However, it's gotten easier since throwing up loads of times from drinking. Mm. And... It's. I don't know if I don't really know if I'd be able to do it sober, but like I can stick my fingers down my throat now and make myself throw up. And actually, to be fair, once I've started throwing up when I'm drinking, I'm just like I have to throw up loads. I needed to go again and again and again and again until like I've just my body's like, please
1: stop making yourself fucking throw up. This oh is gosh. awful. But I can't believe you. But it, so it might help you. No. So my phobia comes from I had like six months, and as my edit. We might edit. I don't know. Mm. I don't mind talking about this, mm. but. I had six months of my life where I was bulimic, mm-hmm. and literally every meal I ate, I'd disappear Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and throw and it up. Throw
1: back up again. So mm-hmm. now my phobia comes from that, because I hate, like, to me, that's it's not it's, trauma. But, but it's it like is, a
0: triggering, it takes you back to that time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's
1: completely understandable. So, and I mean, it came before then, but that was like a, such a, for me, I was scared of vomiting to start, and then I went through that kind of like five, six months of that. And it just made it worse because yeah, yeah, yeah. then I came out of it and, and I was just, like, ah
0: Like shit. and like now you have that fear it's like, Oh if I vomit now, does that mean I'm going back into that yeah. phase?
1: Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely in a much better headspace than I was. Yeah. But um yeah, it definitely like just brings back memories. Oh no, being... for sure. oh, no, absolutely for sure. No, that but, is yeah. completely understandable. Okay. But even before then I was still probably like I was <laughs> I was old enough to drink when that happened. So I even before then I never I drank a whole bottle of Bombay Sapphire, too, once. I I, don't remember vomiting. Die.
0: I think I'd probably get halfway (laughs) through the bottle and be like, (laughs) I'm out. Perks
1: of being (laughs) six foot tall. (laughs) Ah, Yes. And on that lovely note. On that lovely note.
0: On with the show. Exciting. Um, yeah, so today we're going to talk about something that kind of affects, has affected both of us mm-hmm. throughout most of our lives from being young, and um, mm-hmm. affects quite a lot of the people that we know, because obviously we know a lot of people through, like, yeah. travelling and working elsewhere, and so yeah, it's a really, it's a big thing that I hope a lot of people are going to be able to relate to, which yeah, is exciting. Yeah, Yeah, so we're going to be talking today about moving moving Mm. across the world moving across the country moving jobs so much of it so much of what we're going to say relates to loads of different Mm. things um especially around like expectations and stuff like that that's a really really big thing but i'm going to kick off with maddie what is your first experience what was your first experience you can remember of leaving people to be elsewhere
1: Okay, so when we moved to Tahiti, I remember that. Which is when you were... I don't even know. Because you
0: you were born in Tahiti.
1: Moved back to New Zealand. Moved back to New Zealand and then went back to Tahiti. Yeah, that's the first time I remember, but I think because I was so young, I didn't really know what was going on. So the first time that I had to deal with it was moving to Singapore. Yes, when you were... Team, yeah, okay, just took a team. super, like, important yeah. time in your life then, yeah. When and I just found all my friends in high school, like, I just found a really good group that I felt, like, clicked yeah. with, and we were starting to go through that stage of spending all our time together, yes. like, lots of us. Yes, and
0: that's when you kind of are really gaining your independence, and yeah. you're, you can, you do stuff, and obviously, especially in this country, I mean, in the UK, when you turn 17, you can start to learn to drive,
1: and you can yeah. pass your test, but... I had my restricted yes. by this point, yes, so I was already... Really driving.
0: driving so you could drive yourself around yeah. like yeah and you're starting to, to, yeah, to,
1: exactly so it's a really mm. when you're 17 it feels like one of the most important stages of yeah. your life so yeah so it's yeah obviously then moving to Singapore yeah and I remember mum and dad saying they're like look we don't have to do this um it's if you want to come that's amazing if you don't want to go we'll figure something out and I was like me being 17 being like I'm um, cool as <laughs> I was like yeah we'll move I'll like make friends with all the cool people like I'll have such a cool life but I'll it'll be, be fine I'll, I'll be, be like the live action version of Crazy Rich Asians it, which hasn't even which been released yet, yet. <laughs> no one knows about me but um, <laughs> um and then I think we moved yeah and obviously my expectations of making all these friends yes. and having a group similar to what I had at home but yes. just in a different country and mm-hmm. Finding, like, my way in terms of, so they wouldn't let me into school because I was technically too old and had finished school. Yeah. So I went straight into uni there for six months and then dropped out. Yeah, pretty intense experience. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I remember, like, I had the first thing one of the girls said to me at uni was like, "Oh, no one's really going to want to be your friend." Like paraphrasing it because obviously but my memory's yes. changed, but yeah, 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 a lot, something along those lines. And I just remember so you being kind of like, had that uh. like
0: immediate rejection. So you'd built up mm. this expectation and being like, "Yeah, oh my god, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a
1: fantastic new start." And then like immediately kind of shot yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. And I mean don't get me wrong, like I had two really good friends there and yeah. one of them I still I saw her a few years ago, like we did we stayed in touch, but it was never to the point where we'd be like like you and I joined at the yes. hip. Like I never found my people per yes. se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just really good people to keep in my life long term. Yeah. Um so, yeah, I think that first year of being there um, and from that point that we moved to when I went to camp was very much like I was super, super depressed. I did not. I was so unhappy because I, I had such high expectations. And then going there and I said to my mum like, it was always hard because I felt like she had my dad and I had no one. Yes. And there is a fantastic piece of
0: oh. clip from the episode we, rec- we recorded on what? Tuesday. <laughs> Where Maddie talks <laughs> at some length <laughs> about the physical connection <laughs> between her parents and I think without realising at first what that's <laughs> like. And that will probably Sorry be and Dad. That will probably be and the B that'll probably be the B roll at the start of this episode. I'll that. Is, is the is the physical connection between your mum and dad. But yeah. yeah,
1: no. Like you say, your mum and dad had each other. Yeah. And I just didn't feel like I had my person, whether that be my best friend or, like, a boyfriend. And yeah. I remember, like, going through Tinder and being like, I've got to find someone because yes. I need someone. Yes.
0: And I think that's a really big thing mm. is the needing someone. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even just... You're not even sure what you're looking for, but you just know you need... You think, yeah. you just feel like you need someone to make the experience like better. Mm. And I know that's... Um, it's like a big... It's like a distraction technique.
1: It is. So,
0: if you ever have, like... if you ever had your heart, like, broken and then been like i'm <laughs> i'm a heartbreaker <laughs> i'm actually the heartbreaker not the heartbroken <laughs> yeah but have you ever you know like when you you just need that distraction from something so you're like yeah. i'm immediately just going to like flick through tinder or just speak to someone i haven't spoken to in a while yeah just to just at least speak Get some to someone yeah. yeah
1: and i think as well like the other thing i slowly learned was i had such high expectations but i think part of my expectations were what how others perceived me. So, like, yes. my friends back home, I wanted them to know yeah. I was having a good time. Yes, I never absolutely. wanted them to know how miserable I was. No, of course, because you'd, like, spoken
0: about it and mm. you'd... Been, you'd be like oh this is gonna be amazing and then you're like yeah wait I I can't tell anyone that actually this isn't really this working isn't out I've spoken it up I can't
1: I can't admit to people that this is actually what's happening yeah yeah but I definitely think like that I think was the biggest thing and then yes as you say like not needing that connection to fill a void and then also needing that connection because I wanted to push it back onto, like, my friends at home to make sure that they knew that I was having a good time. Yeah, 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 for sure.
0: It's entirely an appearances thing, because you and you probably felt like oh if I seem like I'm having a good time then maybe I will actually start having yeah. a good time. <laughs> maybe take it till you make it. Yeah exactly no exactly and it's yeah. yeah it's a really big thing and I think that's one of the biggest things is expectations. Yeah. So I had a very similar experience when I w- went to America. Mm. I had this real picture in my mind because obviously you know like working in the environment we were working in you kind of I'd seen The Parent Trap. It looked real fun. <laughs> um, all the camp movies, camp the, rock. All the camp movies, camp rock. I was fully expecting it to be like camp rock. It was going to be sick. Um, and don't get me wrong, I look back on it now, mm. and it was an amazing time. It completely yeah. and utterly transformed my life. Yeah. But at the time, uh, it was... When I got there, yeah, as I say, I had all these expectations, mm. and I'd been, again, like much like you, had been really like talking it up to my friends. Yeah. and being be like, oh, my God, I'm going to have, like... Four months off my normal life. Fuck you all, stuck in England. i to America. Yeah. Screw you. Like <laughs> I'm gonna go, and you know, obviously didn't actually say that to them, but in my yeah. head, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be amazing." Yeah. As someone that really struggles to let go and mm. have fun, and I'd kind of been in quite a serious job role since I was like 18. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is my chance to just let go and have fun, and just like be someone my own age rather than like a little tiny grandma trapped inside yeah. the body of a." 22 year old i was at the time and then when i got there and it really wasn't Mm. what i was anticipating at all and you know there were times when i would find myself like crying in bed because Mm. i was just like fuck this is so hard yeah and i did really struggle to speak to people about it yeah because what do you say what do you say it's like oh actually lol this isn't what I thought it was going to be at all it's actually really hard and I spend most of my time counting down the days until i until I can come home yeah because this is really really, really tough Oh yeah especially in that especially in that first month yeah I just was like, I don't want to be here. What What am I doing here?
1: And it's like um, like we speak about, a lot about that girl that was there. and then yes. It was actually a week and then she'd mm. left. And yes. part of us was like, good on you when you don't think it's right. But yeah. it's really hard to balance it out because where do you stick it out and where do yes. you follow your gut and know that it's not right? Yes,
0: and that, that's a massive thing. Because obviously on the flip side of the whole expectations thing, You do have to give stuff a chance. Yeah. If you don't, you are... Like, if I hadn't given it a chance, Mm -hmm. I would never have gotten to know you. I would never have gotten to know lots of other people I met. It would not have boosted my confidence. I wouldn't be sitting here... Yeah. ...if I hadn't given it that chance. But obviously, then, again, on the other flip... on the Kind of on the other side of that you do have to know when to bow out of things and yeah. it's fine and it's not necessarily a step backwards to come yeah. out of things but it is it's, a, it's a, such a challenging thing but the only person that can really know what's right is you is you yeah in that situation um but yeah i mean that that girl who obviously left after a week i mean to be fair i think she had a pretty rough ride her boyfriend when, when she as soon as she got there her boyfriend like broke up with her <laughs> that
1: was rough that would be rough
0: <laughs> and she got like bucked off a horse within like did she yeah i don't remember no that. she got bucked off Houdini oh I, I love that pony pony was the worst he bit that my arm really was... hard oh did he yeah that he was... pony was like my love of my life oh my god he's the worst just... and then he disappeared yeah he disappeared <laughs> <laughs> much much like houdini by name houdini by nature yeah <laughs> um but yeah no it's 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 a big challenge to fight those expectations yeah. and to be and i think just <laughs> Just don't be embarrassed to be to say to people that oh, this isn't actually quite working out how it's yeah. supposed it to, because no one's going to be like ha ha, knew it, knew this would be, all go yeah. wrong. I mean, and if they say that to your face, then they're a real. They
1: don't need to be in your life. Yeah,
0: they definitely don't need to be in your life. But if like people are going to be there for you, and it's mm. fine, it's it's fine to be both excited about stuff. And also not enjoy it 100% of the time. Yeah,
1: it's also okay to fail, I think. I've had so many failures massively sorry. okay to fail
0: <laughs> yeah no same oh my god same so yeah. many failures and so many times and I was like yes this is going to work
1: and that's going to yeah. work and then it just didn't yeah and then and you kind of come home with your tail between your legs yeah. but you've learned from it I mean exactly you have oh ooh, thanks Siri thanks Siri no thank you no thank you
0: go away oh god we spend our lives basically telling okay, ooh, okay. <laughs> telling Irish Siri to go away yeah um, yeah and you do sometimes come with your tail between your legs mm. but you have to taken lessons from it exactly so it's
1: never been a total failure no um
0: and, and yeah
1: yeah the next time you're only stronger i mean we talked about like in terms of failing feeling like we're going to fail when you have to make that move back to somewhere like especially when we've been all yes. over the place and overseas and then around in like bigger cities to make the move home It is a massive thing. It is so hard, eh? And it's that
0: feeling of going backwards. So I have this really big thing, I know you kind of do as well, where you feel feel really penned in, Mm. and you're like, no, but I'm so much more than this. I'm not the person that just lives at home forever. Those people are, like, weird. I'm the person that travels and goes and does this and that. So then when you do have to come home... You have to really fight against that feeling of moving backwards yeah so I was saying we were chatting about this the other day about because obviously ever since I've known you you've always lived a very kind of traveling nomadic lifestyle you know between uh, between America and Singapore and Australia and yeah. kind of ev- here there and everywhere and then obviously in 2019 you came back to New Zealand yeah. yeah. How did that back feel for Bay. you in that moment? Yeah, literally to come back to Hawke's
1: Bay to kind of be back to where you spent a lot of time growing up. Mm. How did that feel for you? Um, it was like I like I said to you before, I mean, I got that job in London and then I was about to move to London, but it was so the process meant that I had to come back to New Zealand. And By the time I had to come back to New Zealand for my visa, I wouldn't have had enough money to get back over to the UK because yeah. we were still in Singapore at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up turning down that job over there and then coming back to New Zealand. Yeah. Um, and I moved in with a friend back in Hawke's Bay. Yes. And it was really like, for me, I was just, I was happy to be there because it was summer and I had like yes, yeah, my yeah. friend that I was living with, but I was working two jobs and I was still struggling to make ends meet. And I just kind of was like... I've done all this amazing stuff and now I'm here working in a restaurant and a winery. Yeah. Which story time
0: (laughs) is how Maddie... Oh, God. (laughs) Every time. uh, Yes, I will be bringing this up every time. (laughs) Which story time is how Maddie met the incredibly famous actor... Michael Keaton. And she'd yes. served him three nights in a row. Yeah. And on one of those nights, like, oh, so God chatting to him. Oh, what is it you guys do? And he's like, I'm an actor. Probably in disbelief, <laughs> being like, what the fuck? The, how the fuck does this girl not know who I am? I'm an actor.
1: Have you been in anything I would have seen?
0: Batman. I was Batman. I was
1: Batman. I was like, oh, I don't think I've seen that. I don't Batman. think I've seen that. Sorry. <laughs> Enjoy your meal. <laughs> I really liked his girl, like his girlfriend that was with him. I'm not sure what her name was, but Ooh, um, I don't know. I Googled her and I think it was like some sort of sly relationship at the start. Ooh. But she was so cool. Oh, so that's I spent cool. most of my time talking to her. That's cool. But yeah, cool drama. Could um, you imagine? You could have sold your story to the Daily
0: Mail. I could have. You could have if... made yourself squillions. Actually, I could have. Yeah. I never thought about it. Yeah,
1: it's too I fucking, just was like, oh, Batman, nice it's too fucking late How many for that Batmans <laughs> have there <it> been?
0: <laughs> I mean, actually, there's been several
1: Batman Yeah, true Bat- well, Batman. Batman? I don't know <laughs> One Batman, several of them <laughs> yeah. um, But yes, anyway yeah. But you've also had to move
0: back Yes, I have, yeah So I kind of not to the same level but mm. I had moved out of my parents house I was living on my own I was just like loving it yeah. and it was just I felt a real sense of freedom at the time and then the girl who I was living with her boyfriend moved in with her so I obviously had to move out mm. and I was going to then move somewhere else my parents were like oh no just come back and live with us and I was like but that feels like a move but that's no backwards that's I don't want to do that and I just I look back on it now and it was most definitely the right thing to do Mm. but it was really grappling with that sense of I had that taste of freedom and I had to go back yeah and it's it's a really challenging thing to give up but it it isn't forever like and it's it is that real feeling of being... But it's being penned in that I can't bear. Yeah. Which is kind of, again, how I very much then made the decision to come here. Mm. So I was mo- I moved out to... Then I right. moved out and then I moved... Out, but then I went to go and live on my own. So I was renting a flat on my own. Living alone is glorious. Bliss. I honestly <laughs> it recommend it bliss. to literally everyone. It's bliss. Not that I don't love living with Maddie and Joe, obviously. The but- children. I don't, I don't love living with my adult children. Child. Actually, can we yeah. change that sorry, to Sorry, yeah, child. Sorry, <laughs> child. Not that I don't love living with my adult child and his fiance, but um, it's, it was bliss living on my own. And then yeah. my parents were saying to me, oh, now you can save and you can like buy somewhere around here. And I was like, yeah, no, mm. no, that's not. And there's nothing wrong with wanting that at all. Yeah. But I was like, that is not, that's not for me. That is not for me at all. And I immediately was taken back to that feeling I had getting on the plane at LAX. With a dream in your cardigan. With my dream in my cardigan. (laughs) with Actually, with my period pains in my cardigan lying down on the floor of LAX. Being like, "Ah, I don't want to be here. Um, And thinking I shouldn't be getting on this plane home. And then I was like, okay, I've done two years back in the UK now. I've gotten more work experience. I've done a load of other stuff. What I want now is to go back to New Zealand. Yeah. Like, that's where I've always felt an affinity with it. Every time anyone ever told me they were going, I'd be like, I'd feel this pang of like, i want to go why can't i go and i was like no fuck this shit i'm going yeah but yeah it's but going back to the whole like going backwards point it is such a challenging thing to grapple with but you don't have to be there forever no like and and to be fair you look at how things have changed look at how things have changed for you yeah in in, since coming back (laughs) since coming (laughs) back Since coming back to New Zealand, like, you look at all that you've kind of had, and you wouldn't have had that yeah. if you were if you hadn't come back. Yeah. And I am a huge... It's really corny, but a what's huge... What's meant to be is will be. Yes. Yeah, same. Yeah. And what's
1: meant for you will not pass you by. Yeah. Yeah, I for agree. sure. No, for sure. And like, Joe and I, we have plans to yes. move again. Yes. Um, we don't want to be here forever, Um, but...
0: Yes, they are abandoning right. me at some point. Can you believe it, everyone?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it no. won't be for
0: a little while. But, no, 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 yeah, no, it's... but you have you have
1: your plans, and that makes life yeah a lot easier. And I've also like I learned from all this that I I will probably go into the next move whenever that may be mm. with these same expectations that it's going to be oh for sure beautiful and oh. i'm going to make friends yes and i like... you're going to live this unbelievably amazing yeah. young life which hopefully you do but i'll probably be sitting in the bedroom for the first year miserable yes but at least i'll have joe yes and my physical person <laughs> <laughs> my physical connection oh, God. <laughs> sorry mom
0: um oh,
1: i know dad wouldn't care he'd probably um... just sit there and be like huh <laughs>
0: But no, it's, yeah, no, you'll you'll have it, but
1: yeah, like, yeah. you just, but it's a human thing, you can't stop the expectations. Yeah, exactly, and you've got to, like, I know you and I have both said, you're going to, you've got to be scared and you've got to be excited at the yes. same time, and that's going to be the... And you can be both at the same yes,
0: time. that's okay. It, it's perfectly fine, you can be really ready to go, and then also, like... Oh, this is so scary! Yeah, you are always. You can be both. It's and it's perfectly fine. In the same way, you can be ecstatic to be leaving, but also crying your eyes out. (laughs) Like they are. They aren't necessarily two separate things. They are often going to run simultaneously. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that you are getting cold feet. It doesn't mean that you're not going to miss people. It just. Yeah, it's just a whole bundle of emotions. Like it seems like a really basic thing to explain. Yeah, for a lot of people, like when I was being asked, people like, oh. you are you sad and I was like yeah I am really sad like I'm really happy but yes I of course I'm sad like it doesn't mean I'm not I don't want to go but yeah of
1: course I'm sad like but it's a balance right I mean like we were saying we've said so many times before is when you leave your friends or your family or whatever and even when Joe goes away and does his courses and things and he leaves for even if it's just six weeks at a time the person that is left behind is still living the same life but they are just missing you whereas when you go somewhere you start a fresh you don't start a fresh life but you do start fresh you have new experiences new people you're in a new environment so it's a lot easier sometimes to adapt whereas people that sometimes get left behind it's a yeah. Cha- that's yeah, the yeah, one yeah. thing that's changed for them, so they really highlight it, and that's yes. why they are always like, "Oh, I miss you," and you're kind of like, "Yeah, I'm I'm gonna miss you too," but I've also got yeah. so much else. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah
0: and this is the big thing. Like, yeah, my mom rang me today, and she was like, "Oh, I miss you," blah, blah, blah. and I was like, "Yeah, cool. I'm sorry. I'm super busy." <laughs> like, sorry, mum. I'm working I, by <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to be like a bitch, and as soon as I come like, off the phone to her, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, I really yeah. miss my mom. Oh my god! And I'm just like, yeah, like you say it's a we t- you take yourselves out of you take yourself out of that person's life equation. and you go off and build a new path and you're like oh this is amazing like it's yeah. obviously not always going to be amazing but yeah you're
1: taking yourself you're removing a piece yeah and I've noticed it within myself in the last I think maybe in the last three years mm. that if I say we're to move overseas tomorrow yeah I would be upset to say goodbye and I'd definitely, like, I'd definitely cry saying goodbye to those closest to me. But I'd get on the plane and that would be it. Yes. But if people, like, I had a, one of my friends, close friends this year, Sam, she, when she left camp. Yeah. It was the first time I've actually cried Over- saying goodbye to someone. Really? Well, no, not saying goodbye to someone, but, like... If it was the other way around, I probably would have been like, yeah, okay, see, I'll like, love yes. you, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because I was the one staying where I was staying. Yes, and, and she was she the was one leaving factor you. leaving my environment. Yeah. I was more upset about it than yes. I would have been if it was the flip. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, and I noticed she wasn't that upset, whereas the other time. Because she had exciting adventures to go yeah. on to. And you were like, oh, but I'm just staying. But I'm just staying here what for do you mean
0: you're weeks? not? <laughs> what do you mean you're not staying here with me? Like, where yeah. are you going? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, entirely, entirely get it. Such different situations. That's so interesting. Yeah,
1: I want to know, so with your experience, because obviously you've moved around quite a bit and then you've moved overseas quite a bit, what have you, like, what are the lessons or the key takeaways, whether good or bad, that you've taken from it?
0: I think one of the big key takeaways is you can't put things off just because you're going to miss people. Yeah. So when I told my dad that I was moving I was planning on moving over here he was like well you have to prepare yourself for the fact you may never see your grandparents again mm. and that really hit me like a ton of bricks and I there was a second where I was like oh shit yeah Cole, I, 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 I probably shouldn't go and then I was like no way I can't, I can't... Whilst I have to prepare myself for this, I can't... You can't put your whole life on hold because there will always be something to put your life on hold for. Yeah. And before you know it, you wake up, it's been, like, 15 years, and you've still not done anything because you're putting your life on hold because you're scared of... Being away from people, and you can't, yeah. you just cannot do that. You have to, it's not even about, it kind of is, but you have to live a tiny bit selfishly sometimes. Yeah, you do. Not to other people's detriment, but for your benefit. Because yeah. otherwise, you're just going to end up stuck where you are and just worrying around people pleasing, and then suddenly you'll be like, oh shit, what? Like why have I done this? Yeah. I've wasted this time when I could have been doing stuff that benefited me. Yeah. And as I say, it's not it's not about being doing it to like hurt other people or being to other people's detriment, but it's just making sure that what you're doing is benefiting mm. is benefiting you. I think as well, a massive thing now especially. Is we're so connected now. It's yeah. not like it was. You know, I was chatting to people, like older people I know that travelled years and years ago, and they'd ring like they'd ring home once and every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You, you're so we're so connected now, yeah. and it, air travel so much easier, and everything's so yeah. much easier. It's actually, I mean, obviously, apart from the time difference, it's I, I speak to people. I speak to like a core set of people pretty much every day. Mm. Not a lot has really changed. So you're not... You're not... It's not going to be potentially quite as dramatic as you think it's going to be. Yeah. Like, it's fine. And you do just have to take that leap. Yeah. And, and that's another good thing as well, the whole connection thing, is if people are really... Because it can be really quite challenging when people are constantly... Like we were saying earlier, constantly, I'm like, going oh, to miss you so much. Mm. And it's like... Mm-hmm, yeah. You're kind Bye. of... You're kind of bringing down the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> but to just reminding people that we're so connected it will be fine like it'll be absolutely fine it will um what do you think the hardest thing about leaving is
1: and what do you think the easiest thing about leaving is the hardest thing is definitely Managing your expectations. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a big yeah. a big thing. But also like FOMO, like yes. I'm such a FOMO person. Oh like God, I same. wanna be in five places at once because oh I'm like, and I'm not a social person, but it's no. just like it's just like, oh, I wanna do that. Yeah. But, oh, I wanna do this. Yeah, and same. it's like, well you have to manage I mean for me it's always hard because you have to manage like I am very much live in the moment. If you die tomorrow, would you be happy with what you've done so far? Yes. But at the same time, I want to balance that with forward planning and like like having that five year goal and being able to build to that. And financially, I'm not in a position to be able to do both right now. Yeah. And that's fine. But it's being able to balance that and like have the conversations where it's like, okay. I can maybe look at my budgeting or look at my financial situation and put so much towards this and so much towards that. At the end of the day, like, I've had times where I was overseas and I've had no money in my bank to get back or I've had just enough for a flight or just under enough for a flight and it's just trying to figure out that way to get back. But in five years' time... We might not even be here, so you have. It's really important. It's a, it to is have a that really, balance. it's a really difficult balance to think. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's,
0: really. It's it. That's a massive thing. Is, yeah, is balancing between do yeah because like you say you do want I take my money and do go on holiday or
1: do I find, save it all for the next five years? If I do
0: die tomorrow, I'm in absolutely fine financial state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: And then what am I going to do? I mean, yes, I can send it to my family and give them a better life. But But yeah, at the end of the day, like you have to be able to live for you and you have to be able to balance, as you say, be selfish, but be able to balance those two things. Yes, Like have that plan, have a clear vision of how you're going to get there, but also have a clear vision of how you're going to enjoy your life in between or how you're going to live the life that you want in between. Yes, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's a hard thing is like that learning that balance. Yeah. Before I leave. Sorry, I've rambled off onto that's a whole no, different that's, topic, that's
0: <laughs> No, it's all good. But FOMO is a massive thing. It's awful, eh? So we are two particularly non-social people. Very non-social. And I think, again, it really refers back to what we said in that very first episode, talking about the social experiences you build when you go somewhere like university and you have the, like, party vibes and stuff like that. Because we never went, we never mm. had that. And But yeah, FOMO is just shit. It like, is. So I'm like, I don't actually want to be there, but it upsets me that I'm, I'm not. not. Yeah. I'd be ha- probably
1: having a fucking miserable time but if I was there. But on the other side of that, I mean, like you asked about good and bad experiences. I've, I don't know, sides of it. The good side of it is, and the good side of the FOMO is that you've actually got something to look forward to at the other end, like yes. regardless of if you're moving from city to city or you're just moving jobs or you're moving country there's something new to look forward to and there's something exciting in that and that's do you find that you massively chase
0: something new yes like do you think have to have something to look forward to do you think and I think that's a that's from an impact of moving around a lot yeah is that I I don't understand people personally that can stay in one place for such a long time I'm like but but
1: where is new (laughs) yeah (laughs) but then they've got other things like I know a girl that lives in such a small town and she's so she's slightly younger than me and she's so happy because she's got her house to look forward to. And the next thing she's got like yes. her wedding to look forward to. And yes. then she's gonna have kids to look forward to. And yes. then she's gonna have like being a soccer mom to look forward to. And she has,
0: and like people have the same group of friends that they go out with every weekend and stuff, yeah. and they love it. And that's what they have to look forward to. And yeah. it's, and they're so they're contented in that lifestyle, and that's amazing. Yeah. But unfortunately, you and I have now have that bread we into have, us. that yeah, <laughs> It's other like things.
1: no, we need new. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um I need new clothes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> literally every mm, day, everything. everything. Um, but yeah, so what's the easiest
1: thing? Do you think about moving, getting on the plane, or getting in the car? Just
0: getting going anywhere.
1: Just I think changing. it's adventure. I yes. just live for an adventure. So for me, it's definitely that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think, again, very similar. It's that buzz. It's the buzz you get from something new. And it's like, it's like, it is much like, you know, when you open a new piece of clothing Mm. and it arrives and the postman brings it and then you're like, ah, it's like a present from me to me. me. We'll just ignore the fact that I had to pay for it, but it's fine. And it is that really new, exciting, shiny feeling. And it's amazing. Yeah. And that that makes it easy and also I do like I love learning new things so going into a new job I'm super excited to learn because I find that I get stagnated quite quickly with yeah. my learning like I have to keep be con- yeah be constantly mm. developing but also one of the other easiest things is perusing around the airport <laughs> unless perhaps it's Wellington international airport oh my god so when i arrived so (laughs) side note so side note so maddie meets me in like the domestic terminal and i was obviously super happy to see her and i hope you have to you know see her and joe and it was amazing i mean i was absolutely exhausted but it was amazing i was like oh this is so like i'm here it's amazing and then i was like oh so where's the where's the international terminal and we walk like round a corner and there's this tiny little like airport she went you're in the international terminal (laughs) (laughs)
1: this is it welcome to the (laughs) country <laughs> welcome to the capital, to the capital <laughs> city. <laughs> the capital city. Welcome um, to New Zealand. We yeah, we're like to a New long Zealand. way behind everyone else. Um, Can I wrap this up with one thing? You may. Because this is like one thing that I've learned through traveling, and um, a lot of people have always said to me, like, oh, I really want your life, or yes. like, I've like watched you through Instagram, and oh my god, I love your Instagram. As cliche as it sounds, Remember that that isn't real. Remember yes. that those people that are like, I've wanted to quit my job, so I quit my job, and I've been traveling for the past year. There is so much behind the scenes there, and oh there God. is so much that they are missing out on. Yeah. Yes, they are seeing the world. Yes, they're doing cool things, but there's another side to it. And I just say like, I really wanted to finish on like reiterating.
0: It's not real. It's like, not real. N- none life. of it is real. None, none of it is real. You look at these travel like people that run specifically travel Instagrams, like you say, and they only ever show you the good side. They don't show you what it's like when your phone runs out of battery and you're somewhere you don't know and you're crying because it's so stressful. Or they don't show you when you have to sit in an airport for 12 hours because yeah. your flight's delayed or you have to have this really horrible, tearful goodbye to the people that you love most in the world. Yeah. They, it, they don't show you any of that. No. And, like, travel is great, but...
1: It's also really hard. But it's
0: also super hard. Like, yeah. moving around is really challenging. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like you say, you're there are so many things you're missing out on through... Back home through back home, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. It is. That's a ma- that's a really really good point.
1: That's such that a good note, point. I have such a surprise for you. Oh my god! Are you ready for it? <laughs> no. Do you know what it's gonna be? I mean, <laughs> yes, I do. Because we've already recorded this episode. Rosie's culture around us has that changed slightly. I don't know. I, yeah, I think it. like it's
0: changed slightly. <laughs> um, I think. I'm going to finish this on the serious note. I started it on last time, so I'm going to I'm going to round it off. But I want to start with the bizarre and unbelievably sexual oh. energy of Pete Davidson, oh. who is now dating well, reportedly no. dating Emily Ratajkowski. Okay, I
1: don't get this. And I cannot believe when we put that poll up the other day, how many people, when you were like "team or no," I think I went on every single account I owned and was like, "No, no,
0: no." I actually said yes, please. What? Mostly not because I find him attractive, just because I wanted to give a yes. To try the Because I see. <sighs> oh. No, no, okay. genuinely not. I mean, obviously, like, because that's the whole reason that Kim Kardashian was like DTF. But I think I wanted to kick off with yes so that other people would inspire other people to say yes. Why would you want to inspire anyone <laughs> to say yes? Because I wanted to bring out the people in case they were scared to say yes. <laughs> I would be it's scared to a, say yes. Ch- I wouldn't say it's yes. It's a
1: challenging thing to admit that you're attracted to Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson and Crocs are in the same category for me. <laughs> yeah, no. I just, I don't really get it. I don't either. And I actually thought Emily Rutelski was
0: married. Yeah, so she was, but he cheated on her. Ah, hmm. And with he with isn't Davidson. really that, he isn't, I wouldn't have said that he was that no. traditionally attractive either her no. ex-husband
1: and she's like the
0: hottest ladies person. that is further proof that you can be like have be the fucking hottest person in the world, and someone will st- may still cheat on you. That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. But I'm sorry, Emily. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, that you're with but Pete no, she's and, She's, she's now dating. I mean, I think it was the next, na- the next natural step. Yeah, for sure. For
1: sure. I wonder who he'll hit next. I have no idea. It must be another Victoria's Secret model. He's just
0: like oh well, Giselle Bundchen. She's just with Tom Brady. That oh, wouldn't perfect. be the most shocking thing to me in the world. Perfect. Honestly, he is just making his way through every single hot woman. I love it. I, I, I mean, I him. love I admire he, he is shooting for the stars. He really I is. severely admire it, but I just don't get And it. people are like, "Oh, cuz he's really funny." And it's like, "Mm. He is kind.
1: I mean, he is funny. I don't yeah. think he's that funny." He, someone actually said the other day that he's got a really nice smile, and I can get on board with that.
0: Yeah, kind of. He does have like very good teeth. Theory. And actually to be fair, through watching this season of the Kardashians, which he's defo been cut out mm. of cuz in the promo he was in it a lot more, yeah, and he's not in it as much now, obviously because her, him, and Kim have split. He hasn't been in it at all. Yeah, just mentioned, and he does seem really like kind. Yeah, but I, I just, I just. Yeah. Yeah, it's the maths is not mathsing. Like I just yeah. don't get it. No x equals y z. But he he's clearly doing something, and I'd honestly love to sit down and be like Pete, can you just share? Yeah, just tell us. Because share just the wanna secret. We just want to know. We just want to know. We just want to chat. But then there is that thing of like weird men that you have a crush on. Do you have a weird crush?
1: Um,
0: mm, I'm trying to think. Like, so you have like, mo- it's mostly these like weird, weird crushes mm. are based on like tall, skinny men, like Timothy
1: Chalamet, Edward from Twilight, Rob Patterson. Yeah. Uh, not Rob Patterson though no, Edward. Edward from Twilight as Edward Rob yes. Patterson no Edward with his, yes. with his shiny with his sparkly with his just real creepy with like, his like just sparkly this, behind this, her, this like... is the skin <sighs> of a killer Bella <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we know. do essentially live to... on the set of Twilight we yeah, yeah we do but I well the mountains not the beach side but um I just, I don't know. I always find him incredibly, like, sexy in a weird way. No, I get that. No, I get that. But otherwise, I don't really think so. I'm very much like a Liam Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth kind of gal. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean. What's his name from The Longest Ride? Scott. um, Oh, I know who you mean, but I can't. Yeah. Scott Eastwood. Yes.
0: Oh, Clint Eastwood's
1: son, grandson. Yeah, Yeah, but he's also quite short, so I don't know but I just like on screen yes nothing
0: on short men (laughs) Um, but yeah no no I think yeah I think Pete just has that he just has that weird and I think as well yeah where he's now had a string of so many like really attractive Mm. women I think other women are being like whoa what is there's something there's clearly something about him Mm. it's like it's like yeah who's yours my weird crush I realised this a couple of years ago, and actually realised it even more since moving here. My weird crush, actually, is David Farrier.
1: Oh, okay, wait, let me look him up. So,
0: you know, I went to go and see that Mr Organ film, which actually I would highly recommend to everybody, because it was, like, the most chilling but also funny, this unbelievable portrayal of narcissism that you've ever seen. Like, it's so mm. bizarre. Um, and the man who it's about has actually been going into cinemas to go and see it and has just been talking the whole way through it. Oh, my God. But I have this weird crush on David Ferrier and I have ever since
1: I watched Dark Tourist. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, um... Yeah, he's, like, traditionally not attractive at all. No, not at all. But he's, but like... He reminds me of, like, one he's of my like, friend's dads. <laughs> I don't know. I don't love, probably love what that says about me. But he's like Louis Theroux. He's like New Zealand's skinnier answer to Louis Theroux. Yeah. And I, I just have this really weird crush on him. And he's just really like... I'll show you an episode of Dark Tourist. Yeah, okay. but, but yeah. Do. But it's... Yeah, with Pete Davidson, I just... I just want to understand the secret. Like, yeah. I just...
1: Uh, give it to us, Pete. Yeah, give it to us, please. Pete.
0: Yeah. And that's the fun side of my cultural update. And this is just a very brief thing I really wanted to mention, is that we are obviously super here for the incredibly brave protesters in oh, Iran. God. And, the, I mean, we're not a serious news podcast at all, that wasn't oh. already extremely obvious. But we just want to say it—it it, it is heartbreaking and it's so unbelievably brave. You can't even fathom being in that situation and for these people and these women to be fighting so hard for their freedoms is just the most amazing thing we and we stand with you entirely and on that note it's time
1: for a wedding update well actually sorry before the wedding update I want to hit you with something oh god sorry I would like to not introduce more surprises. Another surprise. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what? No, you know about this one. I would like to introduce a new segment um, that just talks quickly about people that you may have heard of that actually don't have a degree. Oh yes, 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 but, yes. So I've got a really interesting thing for Ooh, this because I there love it. are like you can Google it, and the obvious people come up, and yes. that's Bill Gates, Richard Branson, um, Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. Um. Steve Jobs. Yes. All those people. But I was like, well, no, I want to see more women without degrees. Yes. And so I looked into it, and I need to do a lot more deeper digging, yes, I have discovered, yeah. because it is models, it's actresses, yes, and it's singers, <laughs> and that's it.
0: Yeah, so not necessarily people... Because like, obviously the the thing with Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, I think Jeff Bezos as well, Yeah, like, they are all business Business. leaders in an environment in which you typically have a degree.
1: Exactly. So it's interesting that it's harder to find women that have managed to drop out. And these, like, women, I mean, like, you think of Tyra Banks, like, she would have gotten into modelling as a younger woman, like, early teens. Um, Same thing with actressing, like, Emma Stone. Yeah. These people would have gotten into their careers... we're making presumptions here because there might have been a few of them that came in at a later age, but the majority of them came in at an early age. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that you really have to dig deep to find those ones that have um, built like their business from scratch without a degree. So I want to highlight someone this week. Yes. That is not a woman, um, but is someone that shocked me. And I feel like has a lot of social pressure on them and pressure on them in general yeah. to perform. Yes. Um, so this one was like, for me, I was like, wow, that's actually quite interesting. Um, and I will take it. So Prince Harry does yeah. not have a university degree. He did not go to university. He I, did I, stay in the army, which yes, different. I, did I know that? No, I don't think I did,
0: actually, because obviously I knew that his brother had... Go- Ice cream truck is the here. ice cream truck is here. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. We'll wrap up. Okay, um. um. Prince Harry, that's very interesting. No, that's genuinely very interesting. I know his brother obviously went to St. Andrews and that's where he yeah. met Kate, uh, Kate Middleton. Um, but no, that's very interesting. I'm yeah. quite surprised by that because I would have thought that after his schooling career Eton and everything that he would yeah. have then been pushed forward into university. Yeah, so did I. Um, and that
1: pressure from the royal family, like, yeah, of the higher education. So yeah. very interesting Very way. interesting. And then I will wedding round up this. So I really like, am putting pressure on myself this week to get some invites or save the dates out to like our international friends so that they have an idea of when they need to get here yeah because it's a big thing because i don't know if you've ever seen a map before but new zealand is
0: expensive to get to it's many 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 (laughs) miles away from everything and it's very expensive to get to
1: um so that's like my pressure for the week to get that done and we're gonna sit down on sunday and hopefully smash that out don't hold me to it if you're like waiting for something and it doesn't come it's because i did not get around no to it. don't worry they'll be they'll be smashing it out of that sound i know
0: i didn't love saying that say,
1: i didn't love just saying that. But, i do like, they'll be
0: doing it because otherwise i'll be going around hitting them on the head with wooden spoons yeah
1: i'm truly re- really i'm really <laughs> trying to work on like saying something and then following through it at yes. the moment so i've got this really cool friend that's helping me with mentorship and she, that was one of the things that she said to me she's like don't say something unless you mean it because all you're doing is proving yourself like that's a big thing because that's yeah.
0: and I think especially when you work in a creative industry let me tell about this yesterday you have all these ideas and you say them and you're like yeah amazing and then they just get lost following
1: through with them you have to thing. follow through with them because it's yeah. just otherwise nothing gets done well it's not being true to yourself either yes. like the biggest person that you need to live up to is yourself so yes. I think Wedding invite Sunday. I'm gonna do it. Well, save the dates for international guests. Sunday, gonna do it. Um, and then I have not made a decision on the engagement party dress. So no, you haven't. We need to do some further research into that do. For this week. And I, aside um, from that, that's pretty much everything in terms of wedding. Yeah. I don't have any updates at this stage. It's going to get a little bit hectic over the next few months. I feel. Whoops. Oh, I have inquired about photographers. Oh, that is exciting. And, and if that anyone is exciting. Is an upcoming photographer and wants some experience, let me know because photographers are very expensive. I mean she is also gonna pay you, we understand yeah. as people that work in creative industry, exposure doesn't pay shit. No. <laughs> so, um but yes and so no, yeah. So yeah we do yeah. have a budget for it, but maybe it's a good opportunity to actually give that money to someone else rather than yes. paying the people that I'll just, for for the I'll just do it for you. I'll just do it for you. I'll just around my phone. Anyway. That seems very real. Well,
0: um, Yes, I can't hear the ice cream
1: truck anymore. No, I which can't Which is either. real sad. I really got that tune Yeah, I was like, no, we to stop and make sure that we acknowledge this. But
0: if he couldn't have driven onto the park because it's too wet, because it's chucking it down here today, Nobody it's gross. No, he might have
1: driven around the back, actually. Ooh. So he'll be coming. So on that
0: note, we're off to go and get ice creams. Love you, leave you, after our tequila. After our tequila. <laughs> um, we love you, we will see you all next see week see you next week but
1: Thanks not see you because this is an
0: actual this is a podcast we'll Talk be to back you next you. week bye
1: yeah, bye, bye.